Hey, what's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Mets Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Cutajar, and I can't wait to get back into talking about the New York Mets. So today is April 7th, and I'm going to be breaking down the Mets' 8-2 loss to the Philadelphia Phillies. I want to dive into what we saw from the team this game and give you all my thoughts on how the Mets performed. Now, before we begin, I just want to let you all know that I am on Twitter, at PodMets. On this Twitter, I post updates and news about the podcast and love to interact and talk Mets and baseball with fans like you. So head on over and be sure to follow at PodMets on Twitter. So like I just said in the opening, the Mets unfortunately fell to the Phillies 8-2 today. And, you know, as compared to Monday's game where they had the lead and they sort of blew the game, this, this was sort of a route from the beginning, to be completely honest. They started off the, the game with David Peterson giving up four runs in the first on a solo homer to Reese Hoskins and then a three-run shot to Alec Bohm. So already the Mets were in a 4 nothing hole, but I think the biggest storyline of this game was the Mets' untimely hitting. The Mets, you know, this it really reminded me a lot of last season where they got men on base and just were not able to knock them in. The Mets pretty much had guys on base every single inning. I mean, first inning, they had Brandon Nimmo on second, couldn't score him. Second inning, they had Dominic Smith, who led off the inning with a double, and they weren't able to score him. Third inning, Brandon Nimmo hit a single, Lindor hit a single to move Nimmo to third, so they had first and third no outs, and they were only able to play one run. And then after that, they had men on base in the fourth inning, they had men on base in the fifth inning. They had men on base in the sixth inning, and it wasn't until the seventh inning when Jonathan VR tripled, and then a pass ball when James McCann was up in the next at bat allowed him to score, and those were the only runs the Mets had today. So they had 11 hits today, and they were only able to knock in two runs. Meanwhile, the Phillies had nine hits and scored eight runs. In total, the Mets left 14 men on base and went one for 12 with runners in scoring positions. So that was to me the the bigger the bigger issue. I mean, obviously giving up four runs, Peterson giving up four runs in the first inning wasn't great, but he really did settle down until the fifth inning when he put two men on and then Jacob Barnes came in and gave up a three run home run to JT Romuto on the first pitch. So I mean, there was some meh pitching, I guess I would call it. I, I, I really did like what I saw out of Peterson. He you know, started pretty poorly with giving up four runs in the first inning, giving up two home runs, but he really did settle down after that. You know, it might not, it might not seem like that, but he ended, he ended the day with five strikeouts. I mean, obviously he gave up six earned runs, so that, that's not great with two of, two home runs as well, but five strikeouts, two walks, seven hits over four innings, you know, not the best stat line, obviously, but I do think, that from watching this game, he did settle down. He did get through the next few innings, obviously unscathed, didn't give up any other runs. And, you know, when he did put men on, he was able to get out of those situations. So it was good to see him settle down. I mean, I wasn't expecting a superstar performance from Peterson. I really loved what I saw from him last year. And I think what we saw from him today in the second through fourth innings when he really got it together was was really what we had seen a lot last year. So I'm not going to knock him too much for this game. Obviously, you know, I'm really hoping that he can bounce back the next time he makes a start, but it, it, I'm not going to blame this as much on the pitching 
considering that the Mets had opportunities to score. Like I said before, they had men in scoring position in the first four innings and were only able to score one run off of that and then were able to get another run home later off of a wild pitch. So I think this was more on the offense not looking great. The the bullpen, you know, they looked all right. Like I mentioned earlier, Jacob Barnes came in and gave up a home run, and Dellen Batances also came in and gave up a run. He was a little bit wild out there on the mound. And Lucchese came in, and Lucchese actually looked really good. So hopefully, um, once the Mets get their rotation back on like a completely regular schedule, I know that they're going to be skipping Lucchese's start because they have an off day on Friday and they're going to just skip right to the Grom because the Grom will be on normal rest. So once the rotation is back on its normal five-day schedule, it'll be cool to see Lucchese go out there. I'm, I'm excited to see him pitch because he did look good today. And like I said a couple episodes ago, I liked seeing Jacob Barnes be the opener for Lucchese like they used him in spring training, so it'll be interesting to see if they go back to that well again. But yeah, it was a disappointing game. I think the bullpen did, you know, I'd say an average job. Obviously, Barnes coming in with two men on and JT Romuto up to bat isn't isn't the the best situation to be in, and he ended up giving up a home run. I think the bullpen has looked really shaky this entire series. Um, Last night, if you follow me on Twitter at PodMets, I was actually at the game, and I was tweeting a bunch about what was going on in the game, but the one thing I didn't really bring up was that even when the Mets were in the driver's seat of the game last night, which they ended up winning 8-4, to the bullpen still had shaky moments. Castro gave up a run. May had a rough inning as well, but was able to get out of it. And Familia came in and gave up a few runs. So I'm really hoping that maybe it's just the first series jitters, you know, getting, getting used to being in real-time games and not spring training games anymore. We're going to have to see. Hopefully they're able to get it together going into going into the Mets' next series, which is against the Miami Marlins. So we'll see. But definitely the bullpen looked pretty rough this this series. So hopefully hoping they pick it up. And additionally, hoping the Mets' offense, you know, comes together a little better. I and mean, Today, I think the, the guy who really had a rough game would be Conforto, who left nine men on base and for the series left 11 men on base. But, you know, it can't, can't all fall to him. Other, pretty much everyone was not getting the job done with, with men on base. And we saw the same thing on Monday night, only scoring two runs when DeGrom was pitching, scoring a third one in the ninth inning, but the offense really not doing much in that game either. You know, hopefully chalk it up to some, some first series jitters for the entire team, but, you know, really got really to gotta clean up some of this stuff. Got to clean up the, the hitting with men on base and clean up the bullpen pitching, especially in close games as we saw two nights ago. And even in games where the Mets have a decent lead, like we saw last night. So the Mets are playing the Miami Marlins next. Tomorrow, just to give you all a little preview, the Mets are playing the Marlins in their home opener at City Field at 110. And on the mound for the Mets is Taiwan Walker. Right now, the Marlins haven't announced who's starting yet. So I don't know who the starting pitcher for the Marlins will be. But Taiwan Walker will be making his Mets debut. So that is exciting to see. And, you know, hoping for a good game. Hoping the Mets can take advantage. Miami, Miami's had two rough series against the Rays and against the Cardinals. So hopefully the Mets can take advantage and can grab some wins this weekend because they because they play tomorrow, off on Friday, and then they play again on Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully the Mets can grab some wins this weekend, and I will be trying to update you guys as much as I can, whether it be on my Twitter, at PodMets, 
or via post-game analysis episodes like these. So let me know what you think. Be sure to send any thoughts, questions, opinions about anything I've said or anything about the Mets to my Twitter, at PodMets. I love to talk about the team, and I'd love to hear all of your thoughts. So be sure to tweet and follow my Twitter, at PodMets. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I just said, be sure to follow my Twitter at PodMets and follow the podcast wherever you listen so that you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much again for listening. And as always, let's go Mets.